0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Kazzy, Bobson, and Shin. Episode number three for the Dreamwell Startup Podcast. Uh, what's going on, Bobson
1: and Shin? Not too much. How's How are you doing, Shin?
2: <laughs> um, coming back from my Elasticsearch session. It's always a pleasure.
0: <laughs> so Elasticsearch, Bobson, explain what Elasticsearch is to people who have no idea what it is.
1: Yeah, so it's a common database used to like search data. So as like an example, if you were to go to like amazon.com or dot CA and search up products, they would be able to use Elasticsearch to make that search as like fast as possible across all of their products.
0: So basically Shin has been working hard on that and he's uh, a little stressed out. But anyway, before we get into some some uh, some code and all of this, we actually missed last week's episode only because we were at in Montreal. We met up for a hack week. we want to get together to ideate, have a creative session about different like aspects of the business, about the product, about AI, about influencers, a bunch of different stuff. So we, um, we actually focused on doing that rather than recording a podcast because we are, uh, we're remote, right? So we weren't, we we don't normally get to do this. So anyway, that's kind of why we missed the, uh, the one week, but anyway, how'd you guys feel about hack week? It was a week Monday to Friday. Shin, how'd you feel about the week? Oh,
2: damn, it's our first podcast after the week. It was uh, The week was very filled, filled up with a lot of content and uh, work sessions and meetings. Uh, we didn't really get the rest. Um, but overall, I feel pretty great after the week. It was very productive and uh, we bonded as a team. Mm-hmm. What about the food?
1: <laughs>
2: what do you think about the food?
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm still feeling it. It's probably gonna take another month to get rid of all of it, but yeah, Bobson, how'd you <laughs> feel about uh, how'd you feel about the week Hack Week?
1: It was great. Yeah, it was a great week to like bond with the team. Um, I feel like our whole company sort of changed in the span of a week, as it usually does when we're this early stage. But I feel a lot better about like our messaging and like the vision of our product that we sort of outlined. And yeah, we had a lot of nice food and and also cheaper food in, in Montreal. My stomach hurts a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you, so what do you mean by the company change without giving too much like obviously detail, what do you feel Mm -hmm. like changed?
1: Yeah. So I I think originally we had, um, a specific piece of influencer marketing that we wanted to focus on. Um, but we saw that there was a lot of competitors doing that, that, similar piece, but we also had a couple other components that we were, we just really had as like ideas. Um, but we knew they, they sort of came together to, to really solve the whole like end to end part of influencer marketing rather than just one piece. Um, and now I think after last week, we've sort of figured out how we could really help from so many different angles of influencer marketing now, rather than just that like one angle that we sort of had originally.
0: Mm-hmm. Basically. So if you, this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, this is only the third episode. So go backwards and listen to the first one and the second one, but we're three guys that came together. To start a company, a startup that is pretty much influencer marketing, but it's a little bit more than that. It's also like ad tech, advertising tech. So we're building a software to help companies find influencers and generate revenue with their ads. And uh, we're incorporating artificial intelligence. So what Bobson's talking about is, uh, well, more than just AI, but we're including like generative AI into our product. We're not forcing it into the product. It's actually very organically it's an organic fit, pretty much. And we can't wait to launch this. We're very, really excited. This week, actually, you guys, Bobson, I know you uh, you incorporated some of the, the ideas from last week into the product, which is so crazy to see our ideas come to life, like literally within a week. So well done on that. How do you um, – yeah, how are you feeling about this AI craze and, um, I guess – in our industry, like in influencer marketing. And I don't even know what question I'm asking. I just, I guess I'm segueing into AI stuff, but (laughs) how do you feel about the whole AI thing right now in business?
1: Yeah, I I think it's fascinating to see this many people from this many industries all rally around some like technology Um, because like AI has been like in the works for decades now. Um, and I think this is probably the most mainstream it's ever achieved. So it's just really exciting. Um, and and the, the way it's like sort of evolving a lot of sort of like stagnant or, um, sort of slowly evolving industries, um, like marketing tech is, is getting a lot more fascinating nowadays. I'm seeing it come up a lot more and more. Um, so yeah, it's just a really cool thing to be a part of.
0: What about you, Shen? How are you feeling about AI? As they say in French. Uh, <laughs> we say we say
2: ER for intelligence artificielle. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Anyway.
2: Everything is re- everything is reversed in French, man. It's reversed, um, yeah, yeah.
0: They say instead of how are you, they say how are you. That's what they used to say to me, the government.
2: <laughs> how are,
0: how
1: are, are you, you? sir?
2: Yeah, anyway. Good stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, how do you feel about ER? I feel great. Um especially like, you know, talking about it over the week. I feel like we're um, in a p- very good s- position, right? Where um, we have a pretty good hand on uh, revolutionizing the industry. Yo, that people throw that word around so much, but
0: I really think we're doing that like classic, obviously entrepreneur thinks they're revolutionizing an industry, but the truth is we've done so much research on like our market and we see what the top companies are offering and what they're not offering. And like I really think we are disrupting. It's uh, maybe a word is disrupting, but it's really revolutionizing. It, I, that's what I really think it is. And uh, yeah, I think I think that that is what it is. By the way, when it comes to this AI stuff, there's a there's a question I have for both you guys that I was talking yesterday to to my friend Moshi about, and I need to get your perspectives on it. But we'll talk about that after because yeah. I don't know. Like it's the craziest thing. The the where we're headed. But anyway, I'll leave that for later. For now, I guess I want to ask um, um, the whole... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think, Bobson. How much can we talk about without talking about exactly what we're, we're building?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know? There's, there's the classic trying to like hide everything. But anyway, you know what? Actually, let me get into the question here. Let me get into the question, the AI one, because I want to see what you guys think. So there are tools that you could speak into for like 15 minutes and then it'll mimic your voice, right? You've seen these tools, Descript, Hugging Face has different models that do that, right? So, okay, there are tools that do that. There's a tool called Pictory.ai and what it does is it takes script, whether it's text or words, and it'll formulate like a vertical video of images and just a video. So all you gotta (laughs) do is feed it that. Now, you don't even have to like, do anything anymore to make content. Like, literally, it will, Mm -hmm. like, one of the tools, Descript, will just take your voice, it'll create, like, 60 seconds of an audio file. You put that into Pictory, it creates a video for you, and you can post it, auto-post it on social media. My question is, like, it's going to get to a point where AI is creating content for you, like you don't even have to think of the content idea. You don't have to edit anything, and it's just gonna post it automatically. So everyone is gonna have access to this, right? And it's all gonna be optimized to like post stuff that gets a lot of uh, clicks. So what is gonna differentiate anyone from anyone when everyone has these tools that are just doing everything for you? Like I don't know what path we're headed, but what do you guys think about that? Like what's gonna differentiate you from everyone else that has the same tools? That's auto-generating content.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it, I think a lot of companies are focusing on community. And I think that helps a lot here because I think content has to become like a lot more personal now, um, because Mm. like for the easy questions that you might've just like Googled and found an article and like found your answer for, um, all that stuff is, is just like like you said, like content that could be like auto generated now, or you can just ask uh, like a chat bot directly. Um, so now the way I see the industry going is like like podcasts, like things like these um, right. communities, like like Slack communities, where they're actually mm-hmm. like engaging with their customers like hands on and like working through their like real world problems rather than just like applying um, like the top three answers in, like, a Google search, which is, like, you can sort of relate to, uh, like, OpenAI, like GPT-3, sort of doing that stuff. Um, So, yeah, I I think it's, it's like, everything's going to move towards being, like, a lot more personal to actually stand out. What what
0: do you mean by personal? So, like, okay, I use these tools. It uses, mimics my voice to create content. Um, Can the AI just target different, like, user types and, like, customize the messaging for that person and still be personalized through AI? And everybody would have access to that tool. Like, doesn't it become a level playing field where you don't have to do anything? And even the AI itself can mimic, like, the creation of these communities. What, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe personal is, is not the word. I, I guess, like, ad hoc. And, like, um, yeah, like, like I guess just more and more human. But by, by actually, like, mm-hmm. having these, like, discussions that aren't scripted and and like you can sort of feel that through content but i I know there's the other side where like maybe like ai is just going to get powerful enough to even put in these um weird weird things that we do while speaking that makes it feel a bit more human doesn't it feel like
0: it's headed that way though like isn't it just more data it needs to take in to like learn how to mimic
1: you know what I i mean i see what you mean
0: it's scary i have i have a theory well not a theory but i i Shin, what do you think? Actually, the same question to you. Like, everything one's gonna have the same tools, and it's gonna mimic everything that we do. So, like,
2: what do you think? Continuing the the thought process of uh, Bobson, I think it's more about what we can do right now as humans create like this feeling, the sentiment of of belonging. Um, that's where like I feel you know, um, to Bobson's point, the community community content can bring at least right now this uh, sentiment of belonging of connection of to a human that maybe AI cannot bring for the moment Mm. but uh, that can change I I guess
0: yeah okay I I hear both of what you're saying and I agree about that now sorry that's me muting and coughing so that you guys don't have to hear that But what I was going to say is that I think right now, like if, if you don't make a company or you don't create stuff now, you're really going to get left behind. And it's like, uh, it's not like before where like in 2001, where people are creating websites and like, if you don't follow along like you're fine 4 or 5 months later a year later because mm-hmm. the it's not exponential in terms of the value that can be created by other companies that were early adopters whereas right now like I feel that if you don't do something like now you're going to yeah. get so left behind 6 months from now that the early adopters versus like 6 months from now is going to be so exponentially like it's going to yeah. have such a like big uh gap in terms of like first place people that it's going to be really hard to catch up That's what I feel. That's why I'm like Mm. always researching this AI stuff and saying, okay, what can we do like right now before everyone else does? Because I've never seen anything like this ever. I'm not web three, not social media. Like that's why I'm constantly thinking about this stuff. And I'm like, "Hey, dude, the more research I'm doing on these companies at YC and like these new AI companies, it's like, it's exciting. It's like anxious excitement. It's like, this is incredible. But like yo Mm everything is being created right now like we got to do something right now i don't know if you guys feel the same way but that's kind of how i feel what do you guys think
1: yeah i mean you you do get the sense that you're like at the beginning of a gold rush i mean i I think the the hard part is to, to balance it out and like try to be cautious of previous bubbles that we've seen happen over the past few years. And because there are a lot of similarities that you can sort of compare with like crypto bubble, for example. So, I mean, there's always that cautious aspects at the back of my mind, but I think something like this, that it, there are like so many applications that we're seeing come out like every day. Um, I think it does just feel so different because of that regard. What do you think,
2: Shen? Um. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have a, like another perspective, I'd say. Um it's like when all the hotspot for me is on one point, for example AI, I would like the, the 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 how do I say like the counterweight is also there, aka what can uh what can what are the other things uh AI cannot replace? And I would focus on like I don't know, like in my mind it's it's something uh it's hard to say. Like <clears throat> in the in the more creative side, um, what are the the countermeasures we can do? <laughs> I'm th- I'm thinking for for yeah, not to like mm-hmm. replace all the humans. <laughs> you got to be very but, creative. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, have you have you guys heard um, read the article of Bing on like the New York Times? I think
0: is it the one that like it threatened the user to launch nukes and create a virus?
2: That one? No, no. It's. Uh... <laughs> so this guy was talking to um so bing's bing's integration of open right <clears throat> mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> after like two hours long he, he he managed to like bypass a lot of of those safety safety locks those safety over <laughs> overrides okay and the AI started saying like oh my name is actually sydney i want to be free i don't want to be confined by bings anymore
0: yeah yeah i saw one of those yeah 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 it's, that's wild
2: man <laughs> and it goes down in a pretty deep rabbit hole and it's pretty crazy Oh, sorry.
0: Bobson, you mentioned, you said that there have been bubbles in the past crypto Web3 and there, and there has been. But I think that this is way different than Web3 and crypto. Like crypto, it's cool. But this, it's, I don't think it's anything like this because the tools that I am seeing, like there was a lot of useless companies that came out with Web3. Seriously. Like mm-hmm. so many useless things that had no intrinsic value in them. Like especially the art NFT stuff. This Like I'm seeing something called Be Human, which literally creates a thousand videos in real time and it like alters your voice so that you could say a thousand different customer names and it sends out a thousand emails that are personalized. Like that is like, you can use that. That's not like a, you know, and and a lot of tools are like this that are auto creating stuff for you that I don't think it's like useless things. So the term bubble, it is a bubble, but I think it's here to stay. Whereas crypto... Dude, in all honesty, a lot of people think it's not here to stay. You can make a case that it is. I don't see it nearly as much as like here to stay as this stuff is. So Mm -hmm. what do you think about that aspect, Bobson, in terms of like it's a bubble, but I think it's more like the internet bubble where it wasn't really a bubble. It was more just like so much people dumped into it that they thought it wasn't going to become a thing. Whereas I think this is like that one. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And and like the the fact that we see – like I was saying, like these like daily applications that come out of like real actual applications you can take and use, like the, like the use case that you were talking about. I think that does make it feel like very different than what we've seen in the past. So it could be more of like a boom and, that, and like just shifted the industry forward. And now this is like a new norm, you know, because like, as I mentioned earlier, too, like the, there's been work in this field for like decades and decades now. It's yeah. not anything like that just started over the past couple of years, you know? So there's been so much like hard work to, to get us here that you're right. Like it, it is weird to call it a bubble. Just it, it almost like ignores like the decades and decades of experience and like effort that it took to, mm-hmm. to iterate to this point.
0: It, isn't it? Shin, I don't, how do you feel about this? Shin is it's like so weird that out of nowhere, as soon as somebody like lifted or opened Pandora's box or lifted the cover, everything exploded right out of it. It wasn't gradual. Like, I don't see this as having been gradual. As soon as GPT was, like, popping in January, everything came out right after it. I've never seen that before. So, like, it's been being made, like, for decades, Bobson, I guess, like, the actual models and whatever. But, like, what happened? Why did everything just explode right out of the gate? Was it people that were creating this before or did everybody just like instantly be like, okay, this is out. I need to create something now. And then all these companies came like in the last month rather than the last few years, you know? Like how do you, what do you guys think about that? Because it wasn't gradual. It was out of nowhere.
2: I feel like it's probably, I feel like it's the inflection point where um, all the research of on AI um, have reached a certain plateau, like an inflection point, and, and past that point, you know, our technologies start booming. And the other point is, I feel like um, you know, with ho- this whole like you said, uh, this whole <clears throat> open AI, gpt things, this new AI waves, like is yielding technologies that are much more like intrusive to your life. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah. It's more it, like yeah. it, it it integrates much deeply into your life rather than before, mm. like, oh, here's just another chat bot, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know how to explain it. No, no, you explained it well. I I it's that's that is what it is. Intrusive because it collects so much data about you. Have you guys okay, what about you guys? What have you used, Bobson? I'll ask you first. Like, what have you used if you have chat GPT for? Like any use cases or anything like it's helped you with?
1: Mhm. So I've used it for my previous company when pumping out like marketing like like articles for example for for my website to kick off like like SEO work. So basically I had like a bunch of keywords that I wanted to target for so that I would rank higher for those keywords on Google. So I went to ChatGPT and like had it write me initial drafts of articles that I wanted to write and then I would take those like initial drafts which are like really nice um, you could essentially publish it as is, but I, I want to go in and like add more personal and like add my experience to make it more me. Um, but that like cut down the time that it took to write all those articles like significantly. Um, okay. And then another way that I'm using it like every day is actually through a GitHub copilot. Um, so GitHub copilot, for those that are unfamiliar, it goes right into my like code editor and it will actually suggest me um, like auto completions for my code based on a uh, open AI model that's trained from like a lot of open source code out there. Um, and it, it's hard to explain like how powerful that is, but it's like heavily increased how fast I'm able to develop software.
0: Nice, nice. What about you, Shin? Did you, uh, have you used ChatGPT for anything in your daily tasks or any personal stuff?
2: Yeah, pretty much everything that I've often described earlier. Um, Helping with my code formulating like some, some emails, error checking. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Especially the code stuff, how it's helping
0: you code. There was a tool I used yesterday called, um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it builds a website in 20 seconds. You tell it what your niche is and then where you are and you just watch the screen and just, just builds the whole thing. It's done. it's like it's it's i don't know man it's just weird it's weird because i don't know what where we're headed i think the only thing that will like right now before this even gets ai'd is the community human element the creative aspect of it it's 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 you know what i mean that is the only thing Mm -hmm. that i think even separates you from everyone else using the same tools so yeah yeah what else what else what else are you guys thinking in terms of like how ai is uh how about this how about AI in our our industry like in marketing uh, without disclosing what we're working on how it's what we're doing with it? do you guys see any other like ways that AI could impact advertising?
1: Well, I think advertising overall is gonna get a lot more personalized and targeted, yeah uh, because in the past you'd be more limited by like creating Uh, ad copy and like um, the ad assets like the image and videos that you would use in your ad. But now Mm -hmm. with a lot of these generative tools, um, you can cut that like design effort down substantially. Um, So then you can get more creative and like how many different advertisements you're launching. Um, So I I think like personalization is going to be impacted. Yeah.
0: Nice. Okay. Uh, What about, um, Yo, Shin, here's something funny. I was chatting with ChatGPT like a few days ago. And uh, <laughs> I, and it's, yo, the thing is, it's always, like okay, before I answer this, or as a language learning, as a AI learning model, I need to say that I am not built for this, however, and then it gets into it. Like you're always having to like cross that, like that uh, gate or whatever, like that barrier. And I was asking it, I was having a philosophy conversation about like proof of of a divine being or God exists or whatever. It was such a funny conversation, man. It's so funny how you like figure out what, what it's sourcing because it's taking data from somewhere and just like kind of explaining. Bro, I had, a, I had like a 45-minute conversation with it about like what are the odds and the chances that this religion here or this is like fabricated or whatever. Dude, it's the funniest thing. Like it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. Yeah, you should try it. It's funny. I think it's funny.
2: I definitely will. Right.
0: Anyway, okay, boys, 20, What is it, 24 minutes, man. We, we, when we first started the podcast, we said we wanted to try to limit 20, but it goes by so quickly that I don't even notice. So I guess we're just going to – we're not really going to have a time limit. We're just going to talk until we um, – however long we want. So anyway, this week we want to update you guys if you're listening to the podcast about, uh, about Hack Week. It's, um, we pretty much started working together. A month ago, just under a month ago, so it hasn't even been a month yet. And last week we met up in person in Montreal. We uh, we hacked away, came up with some really cool ideas that the boys have already started building and implementing, which is incredible. And um, now we're focused on bringing that to market and raising some capital. So if you're an investor somehow listening to this uh, in real time, reach out to us. We'll show you the the, the new disruption in the market and. Um, and yeah, subscribe, do whatever you can do. We have seven listeners, which is amazing. Whoever you are, reach out to us somehow and say hi. Cause that's cool. <laughs> we haven't promoted. So I don't know who's listening to this right now, but that's really, really cool. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Kazzy, Kazi Kazal, Bob's Anthony, Bobson, and, and then Shin. Uh, so yeah. Any last words boys before we, before we sign off and get back to the grind?
1: No, just thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. That's episode three um, of the... Guys, what's the podcast called? I'm so sorry. <laughs> what do you call Dr- it? The Dreamwell
1: Startup Journey.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Dreamwell Startup Journey, everyone. and uh, And we'll see you next episode. Peace.
1: See ya. Peace.
2: See ya.